is up still. Study. Happy Saturday, February 12th, 2022, and it's time for that bag. It's time for that bag. It's the Steelers Saturday mailbag here on the weekend, the Saturday study session, episode number 232, welcoming all of you to the show. This is your show. You create this show. This is based on your question, comments, and feedback. And my gratitude to you for that, for connecting, leaving your comments, hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or sending me your questions on Twitter at stillstudy. If you want to connect, want to get on the show, hit me up and I'll make it happen. And also too, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are recording every other week during the off season. On Tuesdays, we're publishing between 6 and 6.30 a.m., so make sure you check that out. Jim has covered the team since 1995. He's super knowledgeable and insightful, so you don't want to miss that. And studying, let's go. We'll jump right into it here. And this is the second question I got about Jimmy Garoppolo, but and I kind of dismissed it the last time, but let me read this one. It's, Jeremy, do you think the Steelers would have any interest in picking up Jimmy Garoppolo should he be traded in the offseason? This is from Pearl Daddy. No location given. But Pearl Daddy, thanks so much for the question. So Jimmy Garoppolo in a trade to the Steelers, the biggest concern there is what what the Niners would command in that type of a trade. Let's say that it's a second-round pick or a third-round pick. I just think with all the needs that the Steelers have this year, they're they're swinging for the fences to get a starter in the second round, probably on the offensive line and maybe even a guy in the third round at inside linebacker or maybe a wide receiver who can come in and contribute year one. And to give up one of those picks for Jimmy Garoppolo, who you might get a year or two out of. He's got to learn a whole new system. I just don't think that value is there for the Steelers. So I can't envision it. That doesn't mean that it won't happen. I just don't think it's the best move for the team. And so I think they'll hold on to their picks and they'll address the quarterback situation via the draft and also through signing a veteran free agent. But Pearl Daddy, appreciate your question. That's at least how I see it in terms of Jimmy G. The next question comes from Nikki out of Ohio. Jeremy, which draft choice from 2021 impressed you the most this past season? Nikki, thank you for the question. I'm guessing you're a Steelers fan misplaced in Ohio. It's probably difficult for you right now with all the uh, Bengals talk, but thank you so much for your question. So who impressed me the most from this rookie class? I'd have to say that I was pretty impressed by this rookie class across the board. 
I know some people might say that, well, Kendrick Green was awful, but you know what? Kendrick Green got a lot of valuable starting experience, playing experience that's going to benefit him moving forward in whatever type of role that he has. But if if I'd have to say who impressed me the most, and this might seem like an obvious answer, but I'd have to say Najee Harris. And again, I've said this on several podcasts before. I don't think you can overstate what Harris did this year behind that awful offensive line. The dude rushed for 1,200 yards behind what was tangibly probably the worst offensive line in football. He had to create a lot. He was getting hit in the backfield as soon as he was taking the handoff most times. And if anything, I think he showed he's a physical runner who can be the focal point of an offense. And whenever he has a good O-line to run behind, look out. So, Nikki, I'm most impressed with Najee Harris. But it was overall a... I would call it a great draft class. You got Pat Freyermuth out of that, Dan Moore, Trey Norwood. So I think they they did a nice job, but Harris is my guy. The next question comes from James out of Baltimore. I think this is the first question from Baltimore. James says, I know you're wrapping up your first mock draft. Can't wait to read it. But just curious as to what will be the deciding factor in the Steelers' first round pick this year. James, I'm sorry you have to live in Baltimore amongst those fans. My apologies to you. So there are a lot of factors that are going to go into deciding whom the Steelers select in the first round. And I think there are a couple things that I'm looking at here. Number one, it's really availability. The Steelers always have their their board worked out. They know the players that they like, who they value. And so they know that at pick 20, if any of these X number of guys are available, that's who they're going to draft. And they have them ranked in order in terms of value. So really, it just comes down to availability. Whoever they covet the most and whomever is there, when they select, that's who they're going to pick. Now, I know that seems like an obvious answer, but the Steelers have a belief in drafting the best player available. They're not going to draft exclusively on need because at times when teams do that, they reach and they end up getting an inferior player. The Steelers typically don't do that. It's hard for me to envision them trading up in the first round because they'd have to give up too much draft capital and they already don't have much to begin with. It's hard for me to envision envision them trading out of the first round. I think they hold tight at 20 and they make a selection. And again, it's just going to be dictated based on availability. I know that's not a great answer, James, but that's the best I can give you. 
let's say that a stud wide receiver falls there to 20. They could very well pick him. Or let's say that a stud inside backer, they very well could pick that player. Just it's hard to tell. But I think as these next few months go on, the player evaluation, combine, pro days, we'll have a much better sense once we get towards the end of March, early April in terms of where it's going. For me right now, quarterback is where I see this team headed with pick 20. And then the final question of the day is from Matt out of Texas. Oh, man, that's the first one from Texas. Matt, thank you for writing in to the bag. You were in the bag today, brother. And so Matt asks, and appropriately enough, who wins the Super Bowl? Say it ain't the Bengals. The Bungles. Ugh. As much as I want the Rams to win this weekend, I'm cheering for Aaron Donald. I'm cheering for Matt Stafford. I'd like both of those gentlemen to get a ring. Don't throw something at me. Don't throw something at your phone or whatever you're listening to this on. But ah, I see the Bengals winning this one. I said I remember this past offseason talking about the Steelers schedule whenever it first was released. I think that was back in May that I foresaw Joe Burrow having a solid season turning into an, an elite level quarterback. I think that's happening in front of us. I think he has a big game along with Jamar Chase. One of those two will end up being the MVP. And I think the Cincinnati Bungles are Super Bowl champions. Sorry, Matt, you asked me. Again, I don't want that outcome. That's just what my gut is telling me right now. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That's the end, man. On this Saturday Steelers mailbag. The bag, we emptied the bag. We got four out of the bag. Pearl Daddy, Matt, Nikki, James. Much love to all of you. Thank you so much for being supporters. Thanks for sharing, listening, reading. Everybody else out there in Steelers Nation, please connect with me. Hit me up via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at stillstudy. Comment on the articles. Would love to connect with you. We'll get you on the show next weekend. We'll make it happen. The NFL season will be put to bed after this weekend, which is nice. We can really get moving on the offseason here. But I hope you have a great weekend. Please take some time to relax, disconnect, catch up with your family and friends. And I love you guys. And I will see you next time here on The Study Session. Peace, everyone.